Hey, it's BT from Tales from a Gemini. My guest today is Miss Kentucky USA 2022, Lizzie Newts. Lizzie is also uh, a fellow actor of mine. We have the same acting class together. And she is exactly what you see. She's beautiful. She's down to earth. She's warm. She's loving. She's everything. She's about empowering women. She's a good cook. She plays basketball. What doesn't this woman do? You're going to love this. You know, when it comes to beauty pageants and contestants, me and my mom grew up watching beauty pageants. So that's why this one was close to my heart. And my mom even asked her a question. So enjoy this wonderful episode with my friend and Miss Kentucky USA, Lizzie Newts. We live, Wyatt? All right. Wyatt, the time, Wyatt, the time, please. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. One, two, three. Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. I am so happy for my guest today. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I live in Indianapolis, so twice a week I go down to Louisville, Kentucky for acting class, because that's how great Indianapolis is. I go twice a week to Louisville, Kentucky, and usually I take my motorcycle down there. Well, one time I went, and it was just freezing, so I come in, I was a little bit late, and I'm trying to take my gear off, and I'm freezing, and, I, and this, this lady goes, this woman goes, so you ride a motorcycle? She says something like that. I really don't remember exactly, because she was so pretty. When I looked over, I didn't know what to say. I was like, and I put my motorcycle gear up. And I was like, I think it came out like that. I don't know. And anyway, so we're going to acting class and we see uh, they show, you know, when we do a a scene or whatever and they put it on a TV screen. This person was as talented as they were beautiful. Fast forward three months later, this person is the 2022 Miss Kentucky USA, my friend and great actress, Lizzie Newts. How you doing, Lizzie? I'm amazing. Well, amazing to be here with you. And then you just crack me up telling me that story. I didn't even know that's what you were thinking then. No, I, I was so cold, though. <laughs> and I was like, I was just freezing. And when you're freezing on a motorcycle, you're just miserable because I couldn't feel my hands. And I just remember, like, you said something. And I was like, who just? And I looked over and I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and, I put my, and I put my motorcycle gear up. And I was like, I don't know who this woman is, but oh my gosh, I've got to come to class every day from here on out. Oh I might my skip gosh, some you're gigs. Making me feel so good because I was like not wearing makeup and you know <laughs> just so chill that day. And but that's you, you know? though. But that is yeah. honestly that is you. And the thing about it is, you have pre you have pre, at least preconceived notions of what mm-hmm. maybe beauty pageant contestants are like. But I can honestly say, knowing you in class, just you have a natural. It's a natural beauty, and everything about you is like, it's where your, your, your posture is perfect. Everything you say is good. You're nice to everybody. And it's even before I knew you were a beauty, contact, uh, beauty pageant contestant, I was like, this woman is like, per- I mean, everything about you, you come in from working out, right? You have no makeup <laughs> on, beautiful. And the way you converse with people, I mean, and, it, and it's all genuine. And I'm just, I was so impressed. Now I found out you were running for you know, Miss Kentucky. I go, uh, I go, she's going to win this. I go, who can beat her? I mean, honestly, I was like, who's going to yeah. beat this woman? I mean, you're like the Mike Tyson of beauty contestants. I mean, you can't be beat. You're like making me blush over here. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> BT, seriously. Coming from you, especially, especially on the acting side, like you're one of the best actors I know. And so getting a compliment from you on like just my acting, 
that just made my day. I could tell you that. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Lizzie. Yeah, no, because you're just, and, and you're, and you're such a genuine person and, and such a fun person to be around. So I'm glad that we were able to find each other through this class. And then also just continue on our acting journeys, knowing each other and seeing each other succeed. I think that's so cool too. Well, you know what I wanted to know uh, uh, with this actually was because mm-hmm. I wanted to go deeper because I knew you from class and I'm like, mm-hmm. she's great. And then when I find out you're a beauty pageant contestant, like I told you, <laughs> me and my mother growing up, we loved watching beauty pageants. I mean, it was weird. I had the best of both worlds. I tell people my dad's <laughs> my, my dad's Sports Illustrated would come in the mail and my mom's oh. Glamour magazine would come in the mail. So I had the sports side and I also had the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sensitive side of me. And so like, you know what I mean? And, that, and, that's, yeah. part, and that's part of being a Gemini. Like I had this mm-hmm. side of me, which you know, I used to wrestle and play football, mm-hmm. but I had this side that, who was able to talk to women like, so what's going on up in here and up in here? <laughs> you know? So I loved yeah. watching beauty pageants. So so now when I have mm-hmm. you on, I want to know, like, when did that journey begin for you? Like, did you always want to be a beauty pageant contestant? And where did you grow up? And yeah, how did mm-hmm. that come about? I actually grew up with four brothers. So I was not very girly growing up. I was into basketball. I was always playing outside on my bike, doing whatever. And so I was, I just, I wasn't very girly. And so as I got older, I had a friend who was doing Miss Kentucky Teen USA in high school. And I was like, whoa, this is really cool. Okay. (laughs) And so it was very interesting just learning more about the process. And then when I was in middle middle of high school, I started getting into acting and modeling. I was really just into just that type of art and creating such a story. And so as I just got a little bit older, um, I remember I was like 19 and I was on social media and I saw Miss Kentucky USA and I was like, this is a sign. I was like, this is a sign. This is something I want to do. I hadn't seen, I hadn't talked about pageants or seen pageants since I was in high school and just everything about this organization and the way that they uplift women and they just support women. And it, and it's a little bit of glamor and also just, you know, just your real self as well being portrayed. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Like, I, and I just really wanted a way to connect with my feminine side because I hadn't been feminine my entire life. I, you know, like I said, I played sports. I, you know, I was into all that. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to find a gown. I'm going to get into a swimsuit. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, go into an interview. And um, it was that my first experience was just so amazing. I ended up making the top five. And I just felt so blessed to, you know, go out there and be able to, like I said, connect to my feminine side, but also just be myself on stage and be myself in the interview and see that pay off by being in the top five. And then I caught the bug. Everyone talks about the pageant bug. They do. It's a thing. Yeah. And I caught it. And so here I am. I competed um, the year uh, I competed three times and um, I did not place last year. So that was my second time. I didn't place in the top 15. And that was hard. <laughs> and now, that was hard. why do you think? That, why do you think that was? I mean, knowing knowing that you won now, why? What? Mm-hmm. Uh, what? It was the first two times. What? What do you think held you back? I think the. I think last year I just was trying to be somebody that they wanted, and I wasn't being me, and that was hard because I was like, okay, I was in top five the first year. How do I go from being top five to the winner? Well, I need to do X, Y, and Z in order to do that. And so I was thinking in terms more of like, this is what they want rather than being myself and then hoping that I'm what they want because it's pageantry is so subjective. Only one girl can win and it's whatever they're looking for. It has nothing to do with whether you're right or not. Maybe the next year you are because that's what they're looking for. 
But last year I was feel, feel like I was just, it was a little more forced. And so in what, in I what way though, in what, in. in what way though, like in what way, what was forced? Um, forced as in just like forcing myself to be some, like trying to be what they wanted. So um, I was trying to be very professional. So in my interview, and I remember watching my interview afterwards, I was so professional and I'm like, I am kind of a, pro I mean, I am a professional, but at the same time, I'm Lizzie as well. And I'm not, we're all not professional 24 seven. And so you need to portray your real self. They want to get to know you, not just this version of you that you're putting up within, you know, this interview. And so I think that that necessarily didn't help me. Um, and then also, again, it could all just be about what they're looking for. Clearly they picked the right winner because she's Miss USA. She's I don't know if you've seen her. She's stunning yes. and um, yes. love her. She, yeah, she's a great representative. Couldn't have asked for a better representative. But again, I just felt like I was forced. I could have, you know, um, changed some things up. But given it's all about the journey. So here we are. The year later, I won. Um, and I just, this year, I just really prided myself on just figuring out what I wanted to do, what I wanted my year to look like afterwards. Mm -hmm. And just kind of emulating that through the entire process, especially during pageant weekend. Um, who am I? What am I? What do I want? When I'm in the interview room, if they ask me a question, I want to answer from my heart, not from all these different things that I think they want to hear. I just, I wanted it to be authentic. Um, so I tried not to overthink everything um, and think of all these answers that I could say that are going to be perfect or yeah. on stage, like a certain turn that was going to be perfect. I just tried to do what was comfortable for me and what I felt like was real. And it ended up paying off, thank yeah, <laughs> thankfully. It, it did, but I mean, but what, what part are you like, was there like, mm -hmm. how how are you? I mean, you like who is the real you? And was it hard to trust yourself? Because we talk about trust in acting, mm. you know, trust mm -hmm. your instincts. So how hard was it to, for you to, to trust yourself going saying this like, man, I hope I'm not. I have a big hard time with that. It's like how much of the real me do I really want to put out there? And, and I'm not a beauty Definitely. pageant contestant, so I really <laughs> have to watch myself. So with you, yeah. though, like who is the real you? Who is the real Liz? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I know, but there's stuff out about you last night. I didn't I didn't know you were in the culinary arts. I didn't know you played <laughs> basketball. So who is the real you? Like if I was interviewing you and I go and say, say I was one of the, the judges or whatever. Who is the real Lizzie Newt? I would just say that I'm just just very diverse in everything that I do. So the real me is somebody who did play basketball. I'm very sporty. I love going to basketball and football games, and I love to go on adventures, whether that's hiking or climbing or skydiving. I don't know. I've, I've done all of that. <laughs> um, but I also love acting and modeling. I'm really into that, that um, artistic side of me to to portraying a story and portraying a character and really feeling that. Um, but then I'm also an entrepreneur and I love to just help women build confidence because I think that's one of the biggest things um, just for women and, and men in general is building confidence in, in anything that you do, whether that's in business, whether that's in life, whether that's in acting, um, it's just being confident in that. And so I feel like I have so many different things and so many different things to offer that I don't need to, like I said, when I last year, I was just being that professional. Um, I'm trying to show my whole range of me because I'm not just one thing. I, I'm, I'm, I make up a ton of things. I, you know, and so I think that's what I mean when I say that I was just trying to be me and how I wanted to not necessarily present myself because um, you are on a stage and everything, but just how I wanted just to be was just to be myself and to show all those different sides of me.
So hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> I'm like, I was going all around. <laughs> no, listen, I wanted, I wanted you to talk because, you know, like you said, in acting, that's part of acting is the listening. So I tried to cut you mm -hmm. up. I wanted you to talk. Now, are you a Gemini? I'm actually a Taurus. When is that? What, what, what month is that? April, late April. Oh, your birthday's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> April when? April when? April when? April 28th. <gasps> My mother's is somewhere around there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say no, she, I think hers is the 22nd. So you and my mom. Okay. So if you're anything like my mom, I know you mm -hmm. got a good right hook. I mean, if you're anything like my mom. Well, growing up with four brothers, you would be surprised. They were older than me. So I had to get a little bit crafty yeah. in the way that I did things. My dad told me one time, um, I have a twin brother. So uh, he told me one time I threw a remote like dead center on my brother's forehead and he started bleeding. And my dad was like, at that moment, I didn't know whether to be proud of you or to be <laughs> mad that you made your brother start bleeding. He was like, it was great, but at the same time. So you, I, I learned to be very crafty in how I, with the sibling rivalry, to get back at them a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm not going to make you mad if the TV remote around. I'm going to leave no. you. <laughs> yeah, be, be really scared of a TV remote and me. <laughs> Wait, okay, well, let me ask you, I want to ask you this, is that like being so, you know, sporty, because I know you like, I, mm -hmm. I saw your pictures, you like to hike and you're very outdoorsy, just sports in general. Now, was, it, there, was, was there a time, uh, the closer the pageant got, did you get scared of getting like Marsha Brady, like, you know, when that football came and hit her nose, like, oh my nose, mm. oh my, were you afraid of like maybe getting like a black eye or, or playing, I mean, were you afraid of that? Definitely. I, yeah, yes. So I will, at least like two weeks before I try to refrain from those sort of yes. things or putting myself in a position because knowing me, I probably would end up getting something like that to happen yeah. right before the pageant. Uh, like last year I accidentally burnt my arm. I don't I was like, of all times, it was the two days before the pageant and I burnt my arm. And I had, I remember I had a huge burn mark right here and it was from a curling iron. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay away from, this year I was like, I'm gonna stay away from hot things until the day of the pageant because knowing me, it probably would happen. <laughs> You should walk around with a football helmet. That'd have been great. Seriously, like a helmet yeah. or something. Because you never know. You could run. In, if you like me, you could run into something. And I always work out with a mouthpiece. Because I mean, because I grit down when I you know lift. Have a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. Always be ready. Now I thought about that because I see all your pictures. You're a very sporty person. Like you hike a lot. And and mm -hmm. then I saw that you like you said you're in basketball. So I was like, mm -hmm. man, I wonder if she was worried about maybe having an injury or or just something. Because you always come to class right after working out. I do. Well, and I live my life and work out here. I'm, I, I'm an athleisure person until the day that I die. I do like to dress up too, but I just like to be comfortable. And I think you know, that's me. And again, I'm very sporty. Like I do work out a lot and I'm just, I want to be my authentic self, whether that's in acting class or just at my house. So I try to just, you know, maintain that through my life. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Now what position, what position did you play in basketball? What position? <sighs> I was a five. I was a center. And that you were a center? Yes, BT. I know what you're thinking. You. But I was very aggressive, okay? Growing you. up with brothers. Again, very aggressive. I was able to put my butt into some girls and, <laughs> you know, hold my own. But it definitely got a lot more challenging. You're, you put your little skinny butt up against people as a center. You. It, it was hard. That's why when I got into high school, I struggled with that position. I ended up going... A little bit to power forward we had taller girls than me but i will say bt 
I was aggressive. I was not afraid to put my butt into a girl and try to hold my own. Try is the key word. Hey, hey, as my wrestling coaches say, it ain't the size of the dog's in the fight. The size of the fight's in the dog. So, yeah. I mean, that's, yes. that's yes. great. But still, hey. wasn't there a time when girls were like, really? And they'd give you one of these and you'd come back at them? Did you come back at them? Did you ever get, did you ever get a file? Did you ever get like a tech? Did you ever get a tech? Um... When I was younger, yes. So when I was in middle school, absolutely. I was I was very aggressive in middle school, I'm not gonna lie, especially in basketball. Not that I was intentionally hurting anybody or anything, but I was sure, a little not. bit more aggressive to when I got into high school. Someone did that to me. Yeah, I'd be mad, but I wasn't gonna do it back because that was it would have just made the situation worse. And I was trying to work on not escalating a situation, um, especially with girls that are like twice as big as me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were a, were you in public school? I wasn't, no, I was in private. Oh, well, Actually, there you go. Uh, so, there but, you go. Yeah. If you're, you're in public school in Louisville, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we played just all over Kentucky and everything. So I was just, was not trying to cause me problems. And again, I was so small in comparison to the girls that I was like, okay, I'm good. I want to be good after this. <laughs> how, how tall are you anyway? How tall are you? How tall are you? I'm only 5'8". So I was going up against girls that were like six foot, six one. And you were and it was scared. that's what I said. They were like double my size. It was a challenge. And you, I, I did okay in high school. I was definitely better in middle school because girls were more at my like playing field in terms of height. <laughs> uh, but once I got into high school, that got challenging. Well, you know what? It's, it's, it's weird. I see that in you. I mean, I see that competitive <laughs> in, in you without ever being overbearing. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's underneath. I can see that though. You know what I mean? Like, I, really? it, yeah, I mean, yes. I, I, I can see that it's, it's a quiet confidence about you, you know, that, that it's admired, but I can see that underneath there, there's something underneath. It's like the movie. There's something lies beneath. <laughs> I can see that though. No, seriously. <laughs> well, I think good. that's, yeah, it's great though. But, but did you, uh, you apply those principles to uh, the beauty pageant? Like those same kind of principles? I, I did. Yeah. I'm a very competitive person. I always have been. I did try. So when you're going into a pageant, it's not you versus anybody else. It's you versus you. You're only competing against yourself because given only one person can win and you're going to have a million other amazing women that are also competing. So you don't want to, you know, you want to like help, not necessarily like you want to help them, but um, you don't want to like harp on what they're doing. You just want to focus on what you're doing and how you can be better, how you can be the best you during the pageant. And so I was mainly competing with myself and trying to get in the right mindset of, okay, I need to get out of my head and just think about me. I love all the people that are competing. I was friends with all of them and having a good time, but I'm the only one that's going to hold me back from being the best me. And so I really tried to focus on that this year and just focus on my mindset and, and just getting into a positive mindset. Like if I did wrong, okay, that's okay. I'm going to, I love the peace sign. Sorry. I just saw it. <laughs> and you saw my man right there. Yeah. That's yeah. My man. I told you. That's why I love it. That's why I love being here. It's the greatest podcast in the world. It really is. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Um, but just trying to like rein in, like maybe if I thought I could have done something better, just okay, that happened. Um, I'm moving forward. How can I move forward and be better? Um, and not thinking about what other, the other, you know, however many girls are doing, because again, it's, it is a pageant. You are competing technically against other people, but you're competing mainly against yourself. Did you, did you do a lot of self-talk? Did you do a lot of uh, reading up on like, uh, for me, the secret works and a new, new book mm-hmm. called project 369 that's worked for me. So how about you? Like what, okay. how did you get in your uh, right mindset? 
I'm going to have to remember project 369 because I'm, I, I did read a book going leading up to Miss Kentucky USA this year. It was called, um, the subtle art of not giving up. Yes. I saw that. Yes. And I was like, Oh my God, can she put that out? Is that going to be, is that going to hamper you? <laughs> I, 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 really, I thought I'm like, Oh my God, don't do that. Cause they might go through your social yeah. media and go, oh, what is this about? But I saw that. Did it help? I, yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's a great book. I highly recommend because it talks about, we all have problems. We all think about our problems and it's, and it talks about making your priority, uh, making your priority on the problems that are going to move you forward, not the problems that are going to hold you back. So if I'm worrying about, oh, my hair looked bad in that photo, that doesn't move me forward. Or, you know, that, that actually just, it makes me think, get into a negative mindset. Like, oh, my photos are going to, this is going to be bad. It's more about thinking like, how can I do better? What problem can I solve? That's going to make me better. And so I was reading that and it just got me into a mindset of not harping on the little things that I couldn't change that again, maybe you wanted to do better, but you can't change that. It's, you know, me thinking about it, it's not going to help. It's more so thinking and trying to change the things that are going to move me forward. Um, so I read that book. I did a lot of journaling. Um, I did a lot of affirmations. So just, yeah, affirmations are great. I, I did that leading up to the competition, um, probably about two months prior. And, and oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, I'm still doing them <laughs> for Miss USA. Um, and just just trying to get yourself into a mindset of, of who you want to be. And I 110% uh, stand by affirmations. I think that they're really powerful. I think they can really help. Um, and I recommend them for everything. So that really helped my mindset personally. Do you ever like write like write affirmations down on a post-it note and put them on your bathroom mirror or put them on your because that's what I would do sometimes. Put mm -hmm. write them down. You put them on your bathroom mirror. Or a thing I would do is you write it for some reason when you have a, a sharpie and you write it on a piece of mm -hmm. paper. You write it down the night before what you want to happen mm -hmm. the next day. You look at it. You read it loud. You let it go to the universe and you go to sleep and you wake up. Yep. You say it out loud and you let the day go by. I mean, did you ever do that? Mm -hmm. So I would just write it down in a journal. I never wrote it down and like put it on a mirror. I did have a vision board that had everything that I was writing down, like who I, what the things that I wanted to emulate throughout my uh, 2022. Oh, I was about to say 2020, but it's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but I would say every time I would write my affirmations, um, I would definitely say them aloud. Because I think once you actually say it aloud, yes. you're hearing it as well. It's going out into the universe. Yes. And so one of, for example, one of the things that I was kind of worried about, it was about a month and a half before the pageant, I hadn't found a gown yet. And I was so nervous. I was like, there's going to be no gowns. There was one gown that I was in love with that I just, it wasn't going to come in in time before the pageant. And so I kept writing down, I found the perfect gown. I found my dream dress. I kept doing that over and over yes and I found it and when I when I was there I was like this is the dress and I was kind of I was definitely stressing a little bit about trying to find a gown that I felt confident in but I think writing those down helped me feel better because I kept reaffirming myself that I'm going to find the gown that's going to make me feel most confident on stage and I did and so that's, you know, just an example of how powerful I feel like, you know, cause I don't necessarily know if it works for everybody, but for me, it's been very powerful and just very, um, uplifting, especially when you're a little bit stressed. Man, good for you. I, I'm a firm believer in that. And that's one of the principles of project three, six, nine is that mm -hmm. you write it down like that. And long story short, I had lost my passport and I had to go, I, I, I need that oh, for wow. work. 
And almost exactly like you said, I wrote it down. And I wrote it down. And look, like all hope was lost. I had to be in Chicago at the passport office. It closed on New on Christmas Eve. It was the day before mm-hmm. when I got the call to go, can you be up here before four? And it was 11 o'clock. And I go, yes. And I got to rent a car and I drove to Chicago and I got my passport and I was working like within five days. Wow. So I'm a firm <laughs> believer in that. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, I want to know like, what's it, what has ever gotten you down? Because you always, people always see people mm-hmm. like you and they see people who are positive, but everybody, we're all human and we all have their mm-hmm. ups and downs. Like when's the last time you've been down and where you were like, huh? I mean, it's got you down that you had to have our time getting up. Last year after the pageant, when I didn't make top 15, that really? was hard because that was the last time that I felt really, really down. I remember after that, um, which I feel like I'm a pretty positive person, but after that, it was hard because I had gone from making top five the year prior and I was hopeful that I was going to do just as well the next year. I felt like I put a lot of preparation in. Um, and that's all in hindsight. I, at the time I thought that I, you know, was doing the proper things. And so when I didn't make the top 15, that was hard for me. That was really hard. And I just, I didn't understand now that I've had a year since that happened, I was able to watch my videos and just talk to people. Like I understand what I was doing wrong, but, um, or not necessarily wrong, but maybe what wasn't working for me. Um, and obviously it wasn't my time to be crowned either. So, um, I just feel like that, yeah, that was really hard. And so to get me out of that, I just try to focus on how I could be the best me and knowing that whether or not I won this pageant, it wasn't going to define me. Cause I think that gets hard too, especially when you're in the pageant yeah. and after the pageant, you're like, Oh, well, I didn't make top 15. Now, now I'm embarrassed because I made top five last year and people are going to eat. You just start having all these limiting thoughts that really don't help you at all. Yes. Um, and yeah, and, and I had those, I had, I went through an up and down cycle with it. And so just coming in this year, I was just trying to better myself, whether that was in pageantry, whether that's with my women's group, whether that's me buying apartments, whether that's uh, just, just connecting with things that I like, like going at being outside and hiking and just kind of going back to me. And so that's what I really tried to focus on. Um, and it helped for me this year, but it just helped just in growth in general. And that's what pageantry is all about. You grow so much. I think everyone that's been in pageantry just talks about how much you grow because you learn so much about yourself, whether you do well or you don't, you learn so much and it's insane and you grow so much. Uh, and it's just, it's been a great ride and I've really enjoyed every aspect and given I came back three times, so I loved it enough. <laughs> I obviously loved it a lot. So, well, let me ask you: Did you cry though? Did you cry when you didn't make the? I mean, and when it was all over and no one saw you, and you got in your car and you got to your apartment, did you cry? I did. I I, I held it in for a long time, but I don't do very well when people want to console me. Yes. So I had a couple friends backstage, and that didn't make it either. And so we were talking, and we all just it. We everyone backstage is crying. It, it's really hard, and. And honestly, like, I'm very grateful because you get, I got to see all aspects of it. You know, I, I, I did win. And so I got that feeling, but I also know what it's like to be backstage and to not make it and how hard that is. And so, and to see what that looks like. And, and that's hard. And, and you feel so much for all the girls while you're back there as well. And just in general, because it's hard because everybody comes in here wanting to win um, and wanting to do very well. And so yeah, though I did cry. <laughs> and I cried with my family too. I, I was like, I'm not going to cry when I see my family. I'm not going to cry 
and they started talking and I started crying. <laughs> I was like, it's so hard when people want to console you. And Was it an ugly cry? Was it an ugly cry? Or was it like a, <laughs> or did you like, I'll be right back to you? <laughs> I mean, seriously, because I mean, sometimes when I, I screwed up an audition in Chicago one time and I waited till nobody was looking and I got in, and I got in my car, I looked around and I just hit the steering wheel and I just started crying. So, did, I mean, was it an ugly cry? Or were you like, oh my God, Lizzie, you go right? Or was it like a, <laughs> I don't think it was pretty by any means because I couldn't speak. So I was like, you know, you can't speak. But yeah. And then you have, like I said, my family was there and they were all trying to talk to me and it's, and it's really hard. So I won't say it was pretty, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was ugly. I honestly, well, like it, it probably was. Everybody has an it ugly It probably try. was, but yeah. I definitely, I wasn't like angry, sad. I was just, just sad and again, like I said, I was a little embarrassed, um, which hindsight, there was no reason for me to be embarrassed, but I want to be authentic when I'm talking to you about kind of the feelings that I had afterwards. Um, and, and like I said, I was, the reasons was, is because I, you know, people had high expectations. I had more family come out to the second pageant because I did so well the first one I had more family watching and they all logged in on finals night and I didn't make it. And I was like, that's hard. I was embarrassed that they couldn't see me and that, you, you know, and given hindsight, I'm very thankful for that experience um, and to not making the top 15 and just having all that growth. And I'm sure my family, they weren't thinking anything like I was imagining during that time. Yeah. Um, and they've been very supportive. But yeah, it was very hard. Well, you know, basically what happened to you was Michael Jordan's moment when he didn't make the, ba the basketball team. That's what happened. <laughs> and you were like, yes. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. And what happened? You came back the next year and now you're champion. Now they're going, wow, what was wrong with us mm -hmm. last year? Like, yeah, that's right. I'm the champion mm -hmm. now. And that's what I was telling all the girls who didn't make top 15 this year. Like, I remember right after I was one, I was, I literally looked at them and I was like, don't, this doesn't mean that you can't win because I did it. You guys can do it. Um, and it's just crazy. And, and I just, you know, I had to find a lot in, into myself to be able to do it again, because like I said, I was pretty down after last year, which is again, okay. I allowed myself a little bit of time to do that, but um, I also kind of vamped it up to be able to win this year or, or just do my best and, and be my authentic self. And I so think the, I think the big really reason was, I think the big reason huh? was because in class we talked about it and then you had met me this year and I think all that <laughs> positive vibes from you the class and me. You do have such positive vibes. And, yeah, and, I th and I think it's all about who you surround yourself with too. You're a great person to be around. You're so positive and just having just that atmosphere, especially in the acting world where everyone's so supportive, you know, obviously there's going to be some people that aren't, but in our group, everyone's so supportive. I haven't met one person that doesn't want any of us to succeed. Yes. And that's so important. And so I really tried to do that this year and my friendships as well as who's going to support me and, and just trying to be around that type of positivity rather than the negativity, because there's enough of that out there in the world. Okay. Well, let me ask you that. <laughs> let me ask you this now with no names. Was there ever any cat fighting that we don't know about? Was there like one contestant you go, really? And she's like, Meow. like, you know, she's like, wow, I wouldn't wear my hair like that. Like, oh, really? I mean, was there any of that? Any like maybe backstabbing, <laughs> like nice dress and you know, mm -hmm. they didn't mean it. And you want to just kind of like trip, not really trip them, but kind of like, mm -hmm. oh, you didn't make it. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, was there any of that? And maybe for one, maybe one contestant. Not really. Honestly, most of the girls are pretty fair and just pretty nice. And just, you know, obviously there probably is some of those girls, um, but 
I didn't really encounter them. I feel like everybody all three years has just been so great, so helpful, just trying to have a good time because you only get pageant week in one week in a year and very supportive. And so I've been very lucky. I haven't experienced it. I'm not saying that it's not out there. But I haven't experienced it. So. Well, the reason I say that, if you look, if you look wide, if you look on her Instagram page where she's being crowned, the look on Miss Frankfurt's face is like. Mm-hmm. Now, did you, did you talk to her about that? Because my friend, because I put it out there on Instagram, I go, any yeah. questions you want me to ask? And they go, why is Miss Frankfurt so salty? And so I was looking at the same thing. I go, oh my gosh, she don't look like she's happy. So that's where that question came from. <laughs> I feel really bad for her about that photo because anything can be captured at any time. And I was really good friends with her the the entire pageant weekend. Uh, Afterwards, she came up to me telling me how excited she was. Like she was very supportive of me even before I was crowned and even after. Like we spent a lot of time together. And so when that photo came out, I just felt bad for her, honestly, because she could have been, you know, transitioning from a smile. So she was, you know, maybe just had a down face or I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily know, but I know that doesn't reflect her personally. Like I know her personally and I know that's not how she felt. And she did reach out to me and I was like, girl, you don't even have to worry about me. I know I knew. And I I felt so bad for her that that was how she was being portrayed in that photo. Um, But it happens um, you're and, and also she, you know, she was in top, top six as well. And so that's hard. I've been there. I know how that feels. Yeah. Everybody wants to win. So I, and, and I get that. And so, um, I, I was just like, don't worry about me. I, yeah. I love you. You know that, like, I yeah. know you were supportive of me. And so, um, I have no hard feelings about that. I just honestly feel bad that 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 photo had captured her in that moment. Yeah, I mean, I had to I had to go there because my buddy, I put it out there on I Instagram it, yeah. last night. Yeah, my my buddy said, "Hey, uh, tell her, ask her why Miss Miss Frank was so <laughs> salty." But yeah, I know how photos can be and make you look bad. But I I, I totally mm-hmm. understand. I was just I was just you know give me some no. You're good. I appreciate it because I've I've had several people ask me about it, and so that's kind of the response I've had every time is. She's she is really supportive of me. And it just it was just a bad timing photo. And it happens right. and nothing we can do about it. Um, right. but hopefully anyone that's listening, she's great. I don't have any ill feelings towards her. I actually love her a lot. Um, and that doesn't reflect her at all. Now, one of your platforms was uh, mental health. Is, mm-hmm. is it something you could talk about? Like, why was that one of your platforms? Why do you feel strongly about that? Like, I saw in a couple of your posts you mentioned it and, and how it's, you know, it's, it's a topic that, that, that feels, I mean, that, you know, you feel strong about, obviously, because it's one of your, you know, one of your platforms. Can you talk on that, expand on that a little bit? Mental health, I just think it's relevant to everybody right now, especially coming out of this pandemic. Yes. Everybody's life was changing. We we all kind of had to adapt to certain things and that was hard. So I think even if you're not struggling with a mental illness, we're all still struggling with some sort of, you just, just our mental health in general and how to maintain that. Um, but for me personally, I, one of my siblings um, has schizophrenia. So that for my family was very hard. It happened a couple of years ago. We had no idea what to do. And, and it's something that is still hard for me to talk about today. To this day, I'm trying to be more open because it happens. These things are happening to people and um, they need help and they need to know the, well, just families too need to know the resources that are available to get help, not only for them, but for the families, because that's important. I was a family member. My mom and I, we went to um, a group and we talked 
uh, and learned more about what was going on. And we connected with other families who were also dealing with a similar situation. And that helped a lot for us because we knew we weren't alone. And I think that's important for everybody is just yeah. to know that you're not alone because it happens to everybody. Um, and so that's a huge thing that I really want to talk about this year is just how to get resources because nobody, everyone talks about mental health, but what are the action steps that we can do to actually help? And I think it starts with resources. So like, for example, I work with NAMI, they offer free support groups. They offer free family support groups. They offer free classes, um, workshops, different things that are all free and that are available in um, I just, being able to utilize that is very important. Um, and, and especially for people coming from all different types of um, income classes, I think right. that's an amazing tool as well. Now, so you, that's, it, yeah, that's my spiel. No, I, no, I think, I, honestly, it needs to put, be put out there because, I mean, it's got to be Definitely. hard to, to even say that. I could tell that, you know, it, it, it's got to be difficult. I, I, have you looked into, like, and I'm a person mm-hmm. that's really in the holistic kind of medicine, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I'm plant-based and everything, and I'm a firm believer in that and looking at alternative forms of, mm-hmm. of treatment. So have you looked into, like, maybe, like, uh, the chemical imbalance in the brain and maybe it can be, you know, can it be changed through like a, a diet or, or what you're mm-hmm. putting into your body? I mean, have you looked into that and, and does it help? I, for me personally, I have, cause I do struggle with anxiety and, um, I don't like to take trans, uh, I know that's weird. BT, you didn't know that about me. I do. Uh, and it's, and it's more on anxiety of, uh, am I, is something going to harm me? Like, um, am I putting something in my body that's going to create me to get a disease or something? So I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac in that sense. And I sometimes have get really anxious about that. (laughs) So for me, I try to do holistic ways like meditation to try to calm that down. Um, and then also putting good foods in my body, like fruits and vegetables, making sure that my brain, I eat a lot of fish to kind of help support my brain. Um, As far as like schizophrenia or bipolar, I haven't tried anything or recommended anything because I think there needs to be a little bit more um, research done. It's just so hard because it is your brain and you can't dissect it the way that you can different types of organs. Because, you know, if you dissect a brain while someone's alive, (laughs) it could mess some things up. But I I do love to think of things in a holistic approach. We've definitely tried to go a holistic approach with one of my siblings. Um, And so far it hasn't worked out, but I'm still, I think that holistic holistic things are very powerful. People have been using them for years and they've worked and they still can work. And, And so I'm pretty optimistic about that. Um, and I that do. is awesome that you use like meditation and, and, and mm-hmm. like, well, you can just tell by your diet that you use, and honestly, that you, you're taking in the right stuff because your mm-hmm. skin is flawless. I mean, when, like I said, when you come into class after working out, you're just, it's flaw. It's, it's so weird to say this because it used to be so unattainable. He's mm-hmm. like, ah, that's pretty girl, whatever. I mean, but just knowing that you're in, you know, the pageants, whatever. And I just remember seeing you after working out, knowing that you worked. Wait, you didn't just put the clothes on to come to class. You actually worked out. Yeah. And I'm going, <laughs> her skin is flawless. And I mean, you understand when you're in class, I'm watching her. Your, 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 your posture straight. You say the right thing. You say them in the right way. When you talk to people, you engage. It's not just a flipping. I mean, you engage, but it's an authentic. And I'm just like, my gosh. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. So I mean, you said diet. Yeah, I, it's easy to understand that mm-hmm. with, with you because like, you always have water. You always stay hydrated. Like I said, your skin is flawed. Your pore, everything is just oh. 
perfect. So, I mean, that's, that's why I asked, so because I'm a firm believer in the holistic medicine and, and being mm-hmm. in the natural way as much as possible. I'm a firm believer in that. I'm glad Definitely. I found that out in my life. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I asked that. I, I agree. I do everything. Even when I'm sick, I do holistic op, uh, options. Like I don't ever take an ibuprofen. I don't have anything against it. But for me, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to put extra stuff in my body when I feel like I can heal it um, from with holistic methods. Yeah, from, yeah, the, from inside the inside out. out and heal it with holistic methods. And, and again, I'm not against medication. I think some medications do are, are important, especially with certain types of mental illnesses until we figure out kind of how to do it maybe more in a, in a holistic way if that's possible. Um, so I am for that. But at the same time, I think it's important to look at the holistic methods because they've been around for years yeah. and there's so many amazing things that you can do to just help promote good health in general, good mental health, good physical health. Um, and there's just, there's a lot of options. Now, I don't know if it's going to get you in trouble and I don't mean to get you in trouble. You can skip it if you want to, but and I mean, it's from the <laughs> bottom of my heart. What about uh, the medical marijuana or HBD or, or <laughs> I mean, is that part of your, because, you know, it's always mm-hmm. been demonized and now finally it, it's in the forefront of it does help in a lot mm-hmm. of people. And even Mike Tyson said it because he's, I think he's mm-hmm. is he manic. He made depressive, right, Mike Tyson? I think he, he's one of them. But he said okay. he wished he would discover that early on in life, it would have helped him out. It would have kind of smoothed him out. So are you into that or, or are you looking into that as a, as a method or a form of, of healing? Mm, I haven't. So I wouldn't be the best person to tell but you. I'm, I'm, like, I'm not asking but, if you did or not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not no, 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 no. <laughs> I, yeah, I really haven't done any research into whether it is holistically good or not. Obviously, you hear such amazing stories. Um, from people. So I think that that's a really interesting thing and, and needs to be looked at more because if it can help people, I'm for whatever's going to help people. Yes. I think that that's the most important thing is everyone's well being. Yes. If, and if medical marijuana is something that could help, then maybe I'm, I just don't know enough research about it. So. Yeah. I'm kind of at like a, a maybe. No, I mean, no, it's fine. I mean, no, it's fine. I, I just want to get you in trouble because I know, you know, you have a, that image oh, to uphold yeah, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and, I would be, I, if I knew more about it, I would give more of a, a stance on it, but I really don't. So I'm just not the, per, the best person to talk with about that, honestly. And one of the, also one of the other things that I just loved about you is you're a founder of another Instagram account. It's empowering women for the future. And I just, when I saw that, I go, man, that's why you just, you're just the best. And I mean, like, can you talk about that? And what, what got you into that? And without being like, let's say, I'm saying overbearing, but it's like, it's beautiful because you get these women together and it's just a mm-hmm. nothing but good, positive vibes. What made you come, you know, what made you get that? What made you found that? I moved back from Salt Lake City. So I lived in Salt Lake. I didn't know if you know that about me. Yeah, when I, I was that. 19, I lived there for a year and I moved back. I was getting into real estate at the time and I was at these real estate events. And real estate, especially on the invest- investing side, is a lot of men. And so, which is great. I, I, don't, I don't have anything wrong with that, but I was wanting to connect with more women and find people that, w- women that I could connect with that were on similar paths. Path, paths okay we're gonna roll over that (laughs) that I was on and so um um, and and so I wanted to start a group just so that I I would be able to just meet other women within my community so it started off I had 10 people at my first event I was like this is a disaster but I stuck with it not a disaster because honestly it was very intimate it was great to get to know the women that did come 
Uh, and then my next event, I had 50, 50 women. And so it was mainly at first, it was mainly based around women entrepreneurs. Yeah. So it was, I was having a speaker come and just to talk about their journey and how people that women entrepreneurs in Louisville could up their business, up their um, mental, like just getting on like, you know, the right path to owning a successful business. And so as I was continuing on COVID hit, so I kind of hit a little bit of uh, a, a rough, you know, it was a little rough there for a little bit because we were on Zoom. It's hard to get people on Zoom. And right. and so I, I had to think to myself, I wanted to rebrand and do something that wasn't only just going to be geared towards women entrepreneurs. I wanted it to be something that all women, what, whatever they're doing can come to. So if you're in the medical field, if you're into business, if you're into law school, you know, being a lawyer, yeah. I want you there. And so I just wanted to create um create that type of atmosphere. And so I rebranded into just empowering women for the future. How can we build you up? Um, so how can we build your confidence? How can uh, we help keep you um, around women who want to support you? Because that's really important instead of yes. being competitive. Um, how can we connect, connect you with also those women who are in similar industries that you're in? Or maybe it's not a similar industry, but it kind of coincides with what you're doing and how can you build whatever you're doing based off that. Um, and then I also love to support women entrepreneurs in mobile. So at every single one of my events, I'm always um, supporting or I have a, a sponsor come in that is a local business ran by a woman. So I'm still incorporating those things that I wanted at the beginning, but kind of at a different level to where it's inclusive to all women and whatever they're doing. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I, can tell. I, I, can tell. I Every event just it makes my heart so happy because I see all these women coming together from different backgrounds, from different types of jobs um, and, 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 and just connecting and learning and growing. Uh, and so I, I'm really excited to see where I can go with that. Um, I'm pretty, I, I have some really good ideas. So I'm excited to share, especially after being crowned. I have some things that I also want to do. Um, and so I'm, I'm just really excited and I'm blessed to be in the position and have this group of women who support me. That's great. I mean, honestly, it's great. That way there's no backfighting. That's the way women should be. Uplift mm -hmm. each other. Quit trying to, you know, bring mm -hmm. it down. That's beautiful and it's great. And I, I, I no, you. I think it's awesome. But I also want to know when you were in Utah, did they try to recruit you for the Mormon church? They try to recruit you. <laughs> Did no. they, they didn't be sure actually no yes very positive i love utah um, they didn't leave they, they didn't beautiful. bicycle up to your house or something and go hey could you, <laughs> and you go get away from me i mean come on tell the truth did they, did they? i did i did not i did not have that experience uh if you didn't know i lived in salt lake salt lake's actually only 50 percent mormon so half the people there aren't mormons and they're so sinners. i think that they're all sinners yeah yeah <laughs> we're all sinners um, I was, I got asked a couple of times when I was moving out, if I was becoming Mormon and I was like, no, I'm just going to visit Utah. <laughs> I think, you know, it, and I met so many people that were Mormons and who weren't, and they're all just great people. I have no ill like feelings towards anybody I met in Utah or even the Mormon church. I think everyone has the right to believe in whatever they want. So yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's you, what they want to do who am i to tell them no so you weren't like a third or fourth wife to somebody and then you said to, to scram you know i don't need this and so you just nobody wants me as a third or fourth wife, <laughs> a wife i can tell you that you were playing to five you were playing yeah. <laughs> I, I, i'm 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 uh my personality is i'm all five wives in one yeah I, you <laughs> know what i can see that i can see that you're i can see that you're i mean in a good way in a good way in yeah. a good way i can see that in a good well, way man. No, i can see it okay i'll take it i'll take 
Yeah, no, you're good. I want to know, what do you do for fun? I mean, like, you know, when it's all sitting down, I know you do great TikTok videos. I know that. You put out a great one with that one girl. I saw that one, and I thought it was great. It was Instagram. So what do you do for fun? What does the Miss Kentucky USA do for fun when when there's no cameras around and, you know, and you're either with yourself or with your friends and you can just really let your hair down? What do you do that people would surprise, people would be surprised about? What do you do? Surprised about? Yeah, they, they go, oh my god, you like this, or uh, like you're, are you a metalhead, or or do you like bang your head, or are you a big rap fan, or do you have a rap video out somewhere, and people go, don't show this. <laughs> I mean, like, what do you do that people be surprised? Well, in terms of that, I would say that I like to sing a lot, and imagine that I'm in a music video. I could never be in a music video because, or a singer because pretty I'm, I'm a rough singer I'm not gonna lie um I've never been good but I like to pretend that I am so definitely who, in my car who do you I'm sing who do you sing who's your favorite to sing who's your favorite to sing I like Billie Eilish right now she just she tells a story and so when I'm singing I feel all the emotions I'm going up and down and I'm like I am I'm imagining what's happening right now sing so me a little Billie some, sing me a huh? little Billie Eilish sing me some Billie Eilish come on sing me some Billie Eilish um let me think um Oh man, the only song that's coming to my head right now is No Time to Die. And I can't, like, I, on the spot, you're asking me to, like, think about, like, the song. Um, ooh, I'm trying to think of how it starts. You're putting me on the spot. I, I know. Hey, well, hey, come on now. This is this is on the spot, Miss USA Kentucky. It's what we're doing. You know, <laughs> that's what you got to do. It's part of the improv and being an actor. It's part of the improv of being an actor. So mm-hmm. let's just say you're going for a part and they go, Who's your favorite singer, Billy Otis? Sing me a little right now, and the part's yours. And the part's yours. Yeah, I'm really stumped right now. I can't, like, I'm honestly trying to think of the lyrics of the song. I'm about to turn it on right now. It starts with, I should have known. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. I should have known. Oh, um, I, but I, I, for some reason in my head right now is a song by Sam Smith that's very similar. That's Writings on the Wall. I don't know if you've heard that either. Um, Sing, Sing some of that then. Sing some of that. I think I think I think so. I think you hear it in the background. It's like I can hear it. I can hear it in the background. I just the words. I'm blanking. Um, I'll pull on writing writings on the wall. Her voice sounds good. And we'll break out in a song right now. Actually, are we? Are we going to break out in a song? Because your voice does sound good. You're saying it doesn't sound good. I'm like, whatever. Everything you do is good. Here we go. Sing Sing it. This is Sam Smith though, but they're kind of similar vibe. Sing it. I know. Here it goes. I've been here before. (laughs) But always hits the floor. Yes. I spent a lifetime running. Then I always get away. But with you, I'm feeling something that makes me want to say. Oh, yeah. I'm prepared. See, it's not great. Listen, I can't believe you did that, though. You did it. You sang for me. Yay. <laughs> Why? Give her a hand, Wyatt. Come on now. Why? Everybody, turn my mic this on. is once in a lifetime to hear me perform live. I think that's good. No, it just shows, like you said, it just shows that you're you're here. You know what I mean? Like, you're not unattainable. It's like, you're one of us, because we all do that. We all, who doesn't I, I, sing in the car, in the shower? Who doesn't everybody. do that? 
if you don't, I may be questioning everything. I'm just kidding. But I think everybody does it. It's, it's a, it's a form of therapy. It that really and, is. And dancing that and dancing. If mm-hmm. you don't dance mm-hmm. or, or sing in the shower, whatever, it's like, I, I, it's almost like having a kid who's not funny in, in a certain way, only to you. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, what's wrong with this yep. kid? You, you know, it, it, it's therapeutic. <laughs> it really is. You know, you did a great job, by the way. You did a great mm-hmm. job. Oh man. I, I'm sure it was, just such an A plus performance on my end. No, just the fact that you did it. Even Wyatt, my producer, was like, "Man, she look at look at her." I mean, but then again, Wyatt didn't really know. <laughs> Wyatt didn't know music. Check this out. He doesn't even know who Pearl Jam is. I what? He never knew who Pearl Jam was. He is a twenty year old white kid who doesn't know who Pearl Jam is. I know Billie Eilish. He know. Yeah, he, of course you know Billie Eilish because she's yeah. about your age. But you don't know who you don't know who Pearl Jam is. Yeah, that's. I was about to say. I bet me and her are way more on the same page than me and you are with music. <laughs> you ain't gotta be like that. You ain't gotta be like that. Probably. White and, and call me. At, no. Well, see, I know who Pearl Jam is, and if I heard a song, I probably would know, but I wouldn't know like exactly. a name of a song. So if you were directly ask me, I wouldn't know. Don't don't off get the top it of my head, but I am not like I'm the worst person with names, so it has to be so rel- like I remember the melody, I remember the sound, but if it's a name, I can't do it. Well, what's I your, mean, I could do it, but my brain is like in one ear out the other. What's your favorite kind of music? What's your favorite kind of music? Do you like musicals? I do. I love musicals. Yeah, I, could, I was I in could the tell. musical in high school. Given actually, I wasn't in the musical. I was the sound producer, so I helped with like the cool sounds and stuff. Because given I can't sing, so obviously I wasn't in on that end. But I was able to work <laughs> behind the scenes, um, and I can't dance, so that also didn't help. Me so I worked behind the scenes on sound. So yeah. I, yeah, I do love musicals. I think they're beautiful, and it makes I think plays a lot more fun too because you have all this music and who doesn't love that? But um, my favorite is R&B. I love, I love hip-hop. I love rap. Oh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite to, to listen to? Who's your favorite to listen to? You can get it on. goes back and forth. So I really like Rust. I really like Drake. I think everybody likes Drake. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to get a big um, African-American really, fan base. <laughs> I really like Kanye, and especially before, like, 808 Heartbreaks, one of my favorite albums of his. Oh my God! Look at you! Look at you, man! You're gonna have a you have so, a big you're gonna have a big African American fan base after this. They're gonna be like Lizzie, Lizzie. Gonna, oh my God! Thanks, BT. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I love. I just think. Well, and I grew up with four brothers, and so I've boys love you know R and B, and so um, hip hop is. I've always listened to it, and it's and I love Billie Eilish too. But if I'm the majority of what I'm listening to is gonna be hip hop or rap. Look at this. Oh my God, man. See, you know, you learn different things about you. And I want to know, I want to know about your cooking because our our teacher, who is the greatest in the world, Beth, we Mm -hmm. love Beth. She said you are great in the culinary arts. So how did that come about? And what's your favorite uh, meal to make? What's your favorite dish to make? My dad's actually a phenomenal cooker. And so he always made the best meals growing up. So I learned a lot from him. So I really credit because he learned a lot from his mom and my grandma's from Japan. So a lot of our recipes are very Asian inspired. So one thing to know about my family and about me is almost every meal that I have, we have rice. It's an automatic rice, whether that's with pasta. Well, given not as much now, especially since I'm preparing for a pageant, I've kind of cut rice out just a little bit. I still have rice. I still have rice, but it's not with every meal like it used to be growing up. Um, and so I've learned a whole lot from him and just, I really like home cooked meals. 
I just think it makes me feel better. And so as I've gotten older and, and learned, I've always pulled from my dad and I have a cookbook for my grandma. And so I make a lot of Asian inspired meals. Um, now with Beth, I was making some different sort of healthy-ish meals that I thought were good because I was 17 at the time. So <laughs> they were okay, but I've definitely perfected uh, some of the, some really good meals, like, like I do bibimbap, which is a Korean style meal. It's really good. It's got rice, vegetables, and beef. So you should mm. look that up. It's delicious. It's okay. a little sweet and spicy. Okay. Um, skaki, which is a meal. I don't even know if I say that right, but that's how my dad says it. So <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, I'm assuming that's right. Uh, it could be sukiyaki, but we say skaki in my family. <laughs> um, and so that's an, that's an actual, that's a Japanese inspired meal that my grandma made. And okay. so you actually cook everything in front of you. So you have, um, typically we do steak and then there's cabbage noodle, uh, rice noodles, and you have rice and broccoli and you literally cook it in a broth of like like uh it's soy sauce there's um vinegar sugar um and actually it could be you could set the the vinegar out for beer but i typically do um like red wine vinegar so that one is one of my favorite meals to do because you cook everything together in this one little pot wow okay so are, yeah. so are you, are you so i'm pretty good i'm pretty are, good if you, you, ever, if you ever need some recipes let me know because I'll, I'll get you some are you, are you going to be on Chopped on the Food Network anytime soon? Like like women of uh, women of pageants? Uh, How are you, buddy? I got, the I, Miss US, I got the Miss Kentucky USA on right now. Miss 2022 <laughs> Kentucky USA. Oh. She's beautiful. Uh, he, he goes, he's taken. He's taken. He's, ta <laughs> he said he's, taken. he's like, I can't, I can't talk to her. I'm sorry. Okay. We love it. We love a loyal guy. <laughs> He goes, he's taken. <laughs> I love this. I love this. I love it. So are you going to be on Chopped anytime soon? Like the women of pageants cooking? Are you going to? We'll see. Maybe. Um, I don't know about my presentation because I, it looks good when I'm cooking. And then I just kind of throw it together. But be, don't don't let that deter you because it tastes amazing. So I, I bet it, everything you do is good, girl. Everything you do is good. <laughs> now, okay, so when's Miss USA pageant coming? When's Miss U USA pageant coming? We actually haven't learned yet. So hopefully, um, I'm assuming maybe fallish, but again, we have no idea. So it was in November last year. So it could be around November, could be before. Have no idea. Well, we should hopefully find out soon. I don't know, but. I'll let you know when I know. I, I can't wait to know. And I want to know, what's your overall goals? Now? I mean, for pageants, for pageants and life, what's your overall goal for Lizzie Newts? Since, since, mm. you, since you got the world right here. I mean, <laughs> if people don't know, she also is in the real estate. She's an entrepreneur. I mean, she has the world right here. And I think she knows it, but she's being real sly. And she's a oh, great actress. <laughs> and she's a great actress, by the way. And, I mean, what, I mean, what don't you do? You have women's empowerment, which is great. She just won the Miss Kentucky USA pageant. She's going to do the, the pageant of the USA pageant. She has a real estate business. What is it, like, pageant-wise, what's your goals? Mm -hmm. And what's your goals in life? life. I just, I wouldn't love myself with no, with no regrets. So that's why I feel like I'm into all these different things is because I want to do these things and I don't want to re regret anything or not doing anything as I get older. And so I really feel like I'm living true to myself in everything that I want to do. Um, I've been skydiving twice. So who would have known I would have done that? And, and it was something that I wanted to just check off my bucket list. I, I competed in a pageant, you know, I've done all these things. And so I really feel like 
I'm, I'm doing what I want. I'm, I want to be an actress. I, I am taking the steps to be an actress. Um, and so I, I just want to make sure that when I get to, you know, telling my grandkids stories that they're going to be stories that I'm proud of and, and stories, whether or not that I achieve them, that at least I tried. Um, within pageantry, I just want to be I, I just want to be real. I think, especially in the world of social media, there can be a, a gray area where some things are just kind of superficial. And, and through pageantry, I just want people to see <laughs> see yeah. the real me. Um, yeah. Hi, people. <laughs> 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 see, see the real me and the authentic me, um, and and just just be able to offer that because I think that's so important, especially with the move uh, on social media, is just being your authentic self. Um, and not having um, not having anything like that deter you or um, having social media scare you because it's a great thing, um, but also just leading it in a in a in a sense that I'm being true to myself. I mean, I, I can honestly say this honestly. Yes, you are what you. I mean, what you see here, it's not an act. That, this is who she is. She's just wonderful, oh, man. She, I'm, I'm so, <laughs> like, no, I'm just. Like- I'm so glad to have you as a friend and just an, an, mm-hmm. a fellow actor. Same. I mean, to watch you work, she puts in great work. It's gonna, and you know, it's funny. I was and why it hurt this? I had my I had my mom on speakerphone, and I go, "Mama," <laughs> I said, "She's a great." Ego. She goes, "Oh yeah, she'll get a role. She'll she'll probably be better than you because she'll get a role." Cause, oh my gosh! <laughs> because I, I text her a picture. You're one of the best actors I know. So oh, stop it! Stop it! I text her a picture you, of you. You are. I text her a picture of you and she goes, oh yeah, she goes, she goes, she going to get a part before you will. <laughs> she did. Did she say oh, I love that? Your mom. Me and your mom will be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mom would love you. My mom would love you. She really That's would. That's very man. sweet of her. Tell her I said, thank you. That is very sweet of her. I will do that, man. Um, I knew this was going to be fun. I, I couldn't <laughs> wait for this. I really couldn't. And you know what? I, I put this out there. I got to, I got to do it right. You answered my mom's question without me asking you, but <laughs> there was a question. I said, you know, any question for you? And I think, you know, who said this, but they go, why am the question was to you was why don't people have maps and oh my god and i think you know who that's from <laughs> I, I i do know who that's from if you don't have a map by now especially with technology yeah. you need to get a map <laughs> i don't really have a good answer for that um technology helps in so many different ways yes um so you have it like right at the right at the palm of your fingers. I think everybody, especially if you're over the age of, I mean, hopefully if you're over the age of 18, you at least have a phone. And I think every phone comes with Apple Maps, Google Maps, right? Just a map in general. So, right, right, right. right. I think that's great. You should have one. Yeah, I think you knew who that question was from. I thought it was I great. Do. So, I, I yeah. commented on that actually <laughs> on social media. I love it. Oh my God, Lizzie, I could talk to you forever. And I mean, it's from the bottom of my heart. It's just, like I said, people, what you see is what you get with her. And growing up and looking at that, you thought, oh, these women are, you know, I didn't know them. I was like, oh, they're faking this and that. But knowing you now, I see it's just the truth. These people with goals and they achieve them and, and it's an empowerment and it's a positive movement. And just knowing you, you make you, you make people around you better. I mean, it's like I say, Beth is the greatest coach. She's like the Bill Belichick of coaches. Well, you're that, if she's the coach, then it comes down here. And then you're one of her disciples, and you're going to make people around you better because that's what you do in class. Because everybody gravitates oh. you, and you put the great energy out there, and it's just nothing but positivity. So I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for coming on this show, my first Thank beauty you. pageant. And I just, man, <laughs> I mean, in front of I was, I was so excited today. I mean, last night I was like, it was like a kid gearing to go to, for Christmas Eve. I was like, I'm going to. <laughs> 
show. So thank you so much, Lizzie. I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. ET, Go- thank you. I'm just happy to know you and to be on this podcast. And I just, I can't wait to see all the wonderful things you do. Thank you so much, baby. I appreciate it. Glad that. to know you. <laughs> thank you so much. We're all happy here now. We're all smiles here. Thank you so much. Lizzie Newt, 2022 Miss Kentucky USA. She's going <laughs> to win the Miss USA pageant. She's going to win Miss Universe. Oh. And after that, then I'll have to probably have to talk to her assistant to get her booked on here again. Oh. But, but then again, I'll always no. find time for EBT. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's future problems. So thank you guys. Thank you so much, Lizzie. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for watching. Thank Tales you. from the Gemini. I'm BT, and like we say about this time, you know the word, pay.